0: Welcome to the newest edition of the Screen Fellows Podcast. My name is Carlos.
1: And my name is Ozzy.
0: In this episode, we will be discussing some movie news and discussing whether this has been a good year or a bad year for movies so far. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a Gangster. how you doing
1: i am doing good man um you know it's very hectic around here but good how you doing
0: i'm doing pretty well i'm definitely excited to be coming down to florida for a week or so pretty soon so that's good and um i'm just it's it's there's a lot of good stuff on tv right now i think this season when it comes to TV, like it's we're coming to the mid-season point for a lot of these shows. A lot of them are having their mid-season finales and everything. And everything's been like like we're getting we're starting to get really good with a lot of these shows. Like uh, some of the mid-season finales have already happened and they've been pretty good and some of the we're amping up to some of them. I'm just I'm looking forward to how these shows wrap up the halfway point, you know? Yeah, definitely definitely. Uh, We're going to talk about some movie news in this episode, mainly one thing, but we'll we'll maybe mention a few things, other things here and there, but mostly we're just going to be talking about some stuff related to uh, Rotten Tomatoes, not, well, not Rotten Tomatoes, but the Golden Globes, and then also there's a Rotten Tomatoes thing that I do want to talk about, but one thing that I do want to bring up before that is more TV related, and I have a bit of a bone to pick with you, Ozzy.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> First, let me ask you a question. Um, uh-huh. Are you caught up and are still keeping up or trying to, at least with the CW shows?
1: Yes. The only CW show that I'm actually behind on is Legends. I plan on catching on with Legends, all of Legends, um, okay. probably tomorrow.
0: So, And uh, without spoiling anything or going into too, too much detail, just because as you know, I don't watch The Flash anymore. How is, if you had to characterize The Flash this season, how would you characterize it It just as as a whole? Not even just last episode, which I don't know anything about.
1: I didn't see this week's episode.
0: Okay. Um, not yet. But
1: lighthearted, but very, very, very disappointing.
0: Okay. So then that brings me to this issue. I have been saying for... And it's not even just, I don't want to make this about like a Flash is horrible thing. It's, that's not what this is about. But I don't understand how me, I, you would consider me a friend, right, Ozzy? Yeah,
1: you're like my best
0: friend. Okay, man. so me, your friend <laughs> and your co-host on this podcast has been just continuously saying that The Gifted is a far superior show to every other Arrowverse show. And it's just, it's really good. Even in its bad episodes, it's good. It's compelling. It's much more grounded, but serious. And it's very X-Many at the same time. I, how are you not watching at least giving the show a chance when you're still watching things like Arrow and The Flash and Arrow? Not I'm not want to crap on Arrow, but Arrow's been pretty good this season. I'm not even that's not what even I'm talking about. The Gifted's better. It's just I don't understand. And The Gifted, we're coming up to the midway point, and now the the whole talk is going to be well. Oh man, now I have to binge the whole thing, and it's going to take up so much time. Well, when I told you after episode three, you could have watched it, and then you would have only had three episodes to binge. And now look where we are. I just don't understand. This show is so good.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's not
0: that big of a deal. I mean,
1: I, I mean, I, I mean, I could start watching it. I mean, it's not like it's not like it's gonna kill me. Absolutely, you know. And it's not like I mean, it's, I mean, these episodes are on Hulu. By the way, guys.
0: Yes, they are.
1: Um, I didn't know that. See, I was, I was actually like, as soon as he was like, "Why are not you watching the good thing? I was like, "Well, if it's not on Hulu, I can't do it, Carlos." And I was like, "Okay, I can do it." So. <laughs> um, <laughs> um yeah i mean i guess i can start watching it (laughs) it's just i just i just don't like how convoluted the x-men universe is it's one of my biggest problems with the x-men is this the universe is just so very confusing and so convoluted i don't know Mm -hmm. the timeline is not clear whatsoever
0: yeah and they're not necessarily like with the gifted they don't really put anything in there that really defines if it's in the movie universe or not. If I had to guess, I'd say no. Um, but they hint at the X-Men. They really, and more than hint, they reference the X-Men a lot in the show. They reference a lot of things that are very familiar to anybody who knows X-Men storylines, but they don't pin themselves down into we're in this universe. We have to follow all the history of this universe, which in my opinion, it works very well. Um, so I, I'll look. All I'm saying is I don't want to go on this gifted rant again, but if you watch those shows, those all those CW shows, and this is not just AU. this is at all the people in the freaking world. If you watch the CW shows and then you're like, I don't know if I want to watch The Gifted. Why? I just don't understand that logic, but uh The Gifted is better than The Arrowverse shows still. Even though the last episode I wasn't like, like it's not my favorite episode. It's fine. But like I said, even the bad episodes I'm still like Man, this is just such a good X Men show, and I love it. Um, but anyway, I mean, I mean,
1: maybe. I mean, I haven't seen it. So
0: exactly, you should check it out, and then um, we can talk about I it. Mean,
1: more. I mean, I've been looking. I mean, my I, I watched I watched the Good Doctor, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that show is really it's really interesting. Really, uh, I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think the premise is this very good. And you're really rooting for this guy, um, you, you know. You're really rooting for this character, honestly, Sean, to really, to really make it through this this uh, surgical residency, mm-hmm. and for him to have a shot, because he's such, you know, he's a nice guy, and you're rooting for him. And he knows what the heck he's talking about. He's probably the smartest person in the room, but he doesn't know how to communicate it. Yeah. And he's just, he's a he's a sweetheart. So you know, you you feel for him. So. I really like the show, and, you know, Carlos, you know, I'm not really good on, like, I've never really watched a hospital show. Mm-hmm. Like, you watched, um, I think you watched, what was it, House, House or something like that? House yeah. is
0: great. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah, you know, I liked House from the episodes that you showed me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I wasn't, like, in love, or, like, I wasn't, I wasn't like, invested. This show has me invested, Yeah, which is crazy. So, <laughs> I recommend that yeah and this is on hulu
0: <laughs> that's that is a show i have been meaning to watch um i just haven't gotten around to it like i said it's getting kind of crazy with all the finales coming up or the mid-season finales but now we're going into a break so i can use that to kind of catch up on some tv that i've been meaning yeah. to watch so it's good yeah stuff. i
1: can finally I can finally catch up on the blacklist
0: <laughs> you, you are very behind on that um, i I haven't watched it since, like, episode
1: two. Jeez. So, I think I'm only one episode
0: behind. If that, I'm pretty caught up at this point. But, all right. Well, let's get into some movie news. And we're mostly, like we said, we're going to talk about something Golden Globe related, which, if you have listened to this podcast for a a while, I mean, a little less than a year, I believe, is when we had our... uh, a golden our Golden Globe kind of rant slash discussion, and we're bringing it back. And it's because, and it's not even like we're gonna go and we're gonna pick on the Golden Globes. We're like, man, when what what can we make fun of them for? They do it to themselves. <laughs> the, the, the Golden Globe, the Golden Globes are they're a joke. And if you don't know why and what we're talking about, well, it came out yesterday, uh, I believe, Entertainment Week, No, I think it was Variety reported that. Get Out, the movie, the horror movie, Get Out, that came earlier this year. It is a horror movie, by the way. And if you want to know how we feel about that, you should go back and listen to our review. But needless to say, uh, I liked it. Ozzy liked it way more than I did. But it, either way, it's been critically well-received. It's a very, it's one of the most popular horror movies of the past five years or so. And the, it is going to compete, technically, for the Golden Globes in the comedy and musical category. In all those categories. I, I, I just want that to, like, resonate for a little bit. Get Out is being considered a comedy-slash-musical for the Golden Globes. If you don't know why there is even is a comedy-slash-musical, like, subcategory for all the other categories, it's because... Well, because the Golden Globes, they don't quite make any sense, and they split every category, basically, into drama or comedy slash musical, and so, like, there'll be best actor in a drama, and then best actor in a comedy slash musical. There'll be best picture, drama, best picture, comedy slash musical, right? Get Out's gonna compete in the, um, comedy slash musical section. What? I just, this is a, this continues to show what I have been saying for two, three years now. The Golden Globes are a joke and should always be treated as such, period. I, I don't know. And they and keep inviting the criticism themselves. I mean, two years ago, it was The Martian being considered a comedy slash musical, which that was a huge stretch and it was ridiculous. But you could kind of, I guess, like if you really squinted, see where they were reaching for. This year, I just... I don't even see it, honestly. And I, I, some people... I saw somebody on Twitter being like... I laughed as much as I was scared in Get Out. And I'm like... I don't understand what movie you're watching. I mean, I already kind of struggle with people's appreciation for this movie. But I really don't understand that sentiment. Ozzy, what did you think? Did you laugh in Get Out? Like, a lot... I mean, I know it had funny... There's one character who's the comedic relief. But I don't see it at all as a comedy. And I don't get why... To me, this is just example of the Golden Globes being a joke. What about you? What do you think?
1: Well, look, I mean, I always had, a, like, a sense of respect for the Golden Globes until today, <laughs> until you told me the news. Um, that is just so stupid. Get Out is not a comedy or musical. So I don't understand why it's in that category whatsoever. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's really freaking stupid. Um, I don't understand why Uh, the only funny parts in Get Out was featuring Laurel Howery who plays Rod Williams who Mm -hmm. plays the character who plays the best friend of um, of the main character played by Daniel Kaluuya uh, Chris Washington so uh, you know these guys worked at I suppose the airport together and you know Rod Williams which is the character name of the best friend uh, he was the comedic relief in the movie. He was only in the movie for at least 10, 15 minutes. It's not a long time. Yeah. Um, I don't know what movie other people were watching, but I laughed every time this character was on screen. Uh, nothing, nothing else really. I mean, <laughs> that is that is it. I mean, that everything that happened there. And if you want to go back and listen to our review, I mean, I'll say it again. I really love the soundtrack. I appreciated the the uniqueness when it came to the thrill of this movie. Um, I think the, the performances were really well done and um, yeah, I mean, this is a dark movie, a very dark twisted movie. So I don't understand how you get a comedy from a dark twisted movie that goes to the extreme to to basically go about describing racism. I don't understand that. Yes, it has comedic moments, but again, I just don't understand that. That's like me calling The Hangover a drama because they lost, they lost Phil or something. Like, no, you don't do that. It's not. It's a comedy.
0: Yeah, or really <laughs> calling any comedy a drama because it has a straight man. You know, it has a guy who's, you know, they're who they're bouncing the jokes off of, who's reacting to everything. You know, it's like just because you have one character who is. N- different in tone than the rest of the movie that doesn't define the movie I don't know I, I don't really understand at all like it's like yeah he, the movie has a comedic relief character so what that doesn't make it a comedy like I, I don't know. that's stupid It's like, like
1: me calling Captain America Civil War a horror movie What? <laughs> Why would you do that like just don't, it doesn't make any sense
0: Yeah It's and, and, you know, this is just a report, you know, maybe... And, and this is just them, quote-unquote, competing... They could kind of get the backlash and then decide that they're going to keep it in the drama category. I I don't know, but... Uh, it's, it's just... It's annoying. I don't know. And I get... And I get... I don't even blame, like, the studio. Because the studio, they're trying to get their movie to win awards. And they look at the field, especially with some of the movies that are coming up in the oscar season and they go we're not gonna have a good chance if we compete in the drama category so we'll compete in the comedy category but the golden globe shouldn't allow that and that's my that's my ultimate point it's i i don't think (laughs) the the golden Globes are easily bought and to me this is another example of that but whatever (laughs) Um, all right. Do you wanna briefly talk about this whole Rotten Tomatoes and Justice League thing since Justice League is coming out this weekend?
1: Yep. Uh by the way, about tickets and they're expensive. <laughs> very
0: expensive. Yeah. Um very well, expensive. Hopefully. It pays off. <laughs> um,
1: I really do. I really do hope it pays off. This better be a way better movie than Suicide Squad, because if it's not, I want a refund. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah it's yeah well hopefully uh, well i guess this leads us right into the whole rotten tomatoes thing because the big i guess quote news i guess i mean people were freaking out about this and a little too much in my opinion but people were freaking out about the fact that justice league is or rotten tomatoes is not revealing the justice league score the like the percentage score that Rotten tomatoes gives um, until I, maybe is it? Tonight or tomorrow, something like that. It might be like early tomorrow morning or something like that. Like they're delaying it as much as possible. Basically, I think it's Thursday night actually, like late Thursday night. I could be wrong. Anyway, they're they're pushing it off. Like all the reviews came out. The embargo lifted yesterday, I believe, uh, on Tuesday. So, it for reference, for people who are listening to this, a different day than when it's released. Um, for Tuesdays, when the embargo lifted, and. Yeah, that's that's the whole news is Rotten Tomatoes isn't releasing the score. To me, number one, and I definitely want to hear what you think, but number one, it's not a big conspiracy thing, in my opinion, and I we might differ here, Ozzy, but in my opinion, this isn't something where they're hiding the score or whatever, and I know there's tons of conspiracies because Warner Brothers owns Rotten Tomatoes and dc so it's them you know holding it back it i don't think it's that because honestly if you just read the article that this whole news came out in they're planning on revealing it on rotten tomatoes's new facebook live show or something so to me that just says okay so they're using justice league to promote their new show uh, i to me it's as simple as that. I mean there could be obviously they they're like, "Well, that could help us too." So it, it might be like beneficial both ways, but to me it's as simple as that. And number 2, big deal. I, I, I don't really this is not an issue for me like it, because the embargo lifted. You know, there was a world before Rotten Tomatoes. There's reviews out there. If you want to know what other people think of the movie and if you really want to have your opinion colored going in, then fine go read the reviews you know sorry you have to read a whole review or listen to a whole review uh listen to the screen review and sorry you have to watch a whole re- whole review i don't know I, to me this is not a big deal like it's yeah the score's not out but the reviews are so if you really want to know what people think about the movie you can find it it's not a big deal it's probably better to be honest so people aren't just looking at a number and going okay so that's how good the movie is well, that's not how the Rotten Tomato score is supposed to work, but we're not going to go down that path. Uh, Ozzy, what do you think about all this news?
1: I'm absolutely destroyed that there is no Rotten Tomato score, okay? Absolutely <laughs> atrocious, okay? How am I supposed to go watch this movie? Shut up. Spend, I spent almost $100 in tickets, and I don't know if I'm going to go see this movie because there's not even a score from Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Absolutely atrocious. I'm, <laughs> I'm not so to... Guys, I mean, look, I don't think anything's... Look. I didn't even know Warner Brothers owned Rotten Tomatoes until after the fact, okay? And if Warner Brothers had anything to hide, it would have been for Suicide Squad (laughs) and Batman v. Superman, okay? Um, That is how bad, I mean, like, clearly, Warner Brothers is not biased towards their own films. They're not. Um, We've seen it, (laughs) and I am proud of them for that. I I will give give Warner Brothers props, you know? It lets Rotten Tomatoes do its own thing, and I think that's really great um i think I think i I I'll agree with your cause I mean I think they're just holding it up for a show and stuff like that people can you know watch the show, which i mean it isn't bad i mean it's their it's it's their it's their company you know what I mean yeah, it's their I get it thing that so they can do whatever. yeah, and it's it's a smart move you know mm-hmm. um so i'm I'm not mad at them for not releasing it no, I'm fine i mean the i mean if it's good, it's good if it's bad it's bad yeah i don't know what to tell you um i would yeah. Yeah. if you guys want to watch any if you guys want to know watch jeremy johns watch chris stuntman listen to us when we have it um it's not that big of a deal to not know the yeah, run the exactly. sort of movie
0: because the not to find the movie the reviews are out that's the thing like it's not like they're hiding how what people think of the movie it's just they're not condensing it to a number for people you know it's i don't know whatever
1: yeah, I mean, people can go read them. They can go listen to the reviews. They can They can go read the reviews. I mean, these reviews are out. They're just not giving a score. Yeah. Um, and that's like, yeah, I mean, it's not big of a deal. And like, honestly, it's not, you can come up with your own end. score. <laughs> yeah, the world's not going to end, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, there's been plenty of times, you know, Carlos, listen, Carlos and I listened to these reviewers um, before we even started the show. And... You know we like I like to go back and, and, and see you know if we agree with them and if we don't agree with them and it's funny because half the time we agree with them and then the other half we don't agree with them mm-hmm. so it's 50 50 you know everybody has their own opinions at the end of the day
0: so yeah and honestly like if someone wanted to and someone was like really wanted to know what the score was before they saw the movie, you could honestly figure it out. All you'd have to go do, and this would take a lot of time, which kind of points to how hard the people at Rotten Tomatoes work, but it would take a lot of time. But what they would have what you would have to do is literally go read every review, watch every Rotten Tomatoes critic, every critic who's approved by Rotten Tomatoes, look at their score and go, All right, is this a good review or a neg- or a bad review? And come up with a number yourself. And I'm telling you, if you did that. It would take a lot of time, but if you did it, you would get pretty freaking close to the actual Rotten Tomatoes score. Just saying, it's not that hard to figure out. But anyway, let's move on. So we are going to start talking about the, um, basically we're going to try to figure out, because this is a weird year for movies, it's been a weird year for movies, and we're going to try to figure out if this has been a good year for movies, or if this has been more of a down year for movies. Like, is this one of the better years that we've had, or is this like a, eh, it's been okay. So, I'll throw it to you first, Ozzy. It just, if I ask you that question, has this been, has 2017 been a good year or a bad year for movies? Just off the top of your head, what do you think? Bad. Bad. Okay. hmm That's interesting. Um, why? Like, what, what do you think has been the, making it disappointing?
1: Well definitely the summer blockbusters and you know, you just have it's just crazy, you know, we have all these amazing casts and 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 you know, we, we you know, we think that the cast, and at least I have been blinded by recently, especially with the with the murder on the Orient Express, you know, we've been looking at just solely the cast and the trailers and then you go into the movie and it's not good. And it's we've had a lot of problems this year with the script mm-hmm. and we've been saying that this entire year like the one of the biggest problems is the script it's the script it's a script and that is a major problem Carlos I forgot that we're in Oscar season I have not seen anything that is worthy of a of a, of a best performance I mean yes, yeah, we said Miles Teller and everything but there's not for me, there's no competition, you know, like it, there hasn't been anything where I'm just like, that is Oscar worthy. You know, that is an Oscar worthy best picture. That is an Oscar worthy performance. Well, I, mean, when I mean, I get yeah, home, we've said when I like, was like,
0: we'll take we'll go to some indie movies and we'll see if we can change our minds about that. But yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, I, I think the best thing that's happened is probably 20 Blade Runner 2049. But again, that's just that's just solely the cinematography that we're talking about deserves an uh, Oscar performance i mean that, that deserves an oscar mm-hmm. that alone you know um but again i mean it's not something i mean i wouldn't give a, a, an award to Ryan Gosling or anything like that i mean, to, I I mean they gave, <laughs> they give they give great performances in my opinion but it's not oscar worthy
2: mm-hmm.
1: um we had such strong performances last year this year it it feels it doesn't it doesn't feel as great
0: see honestly i i don't know if i uh, to go back to the blockbuster thing we can well i want to work our way back to the oscar thing but to start with the blockbusters and i guess to give my answer to this question i think this has actually been a strong year if you really just off the top of my head like if you just ask me that question i'd say it's been a weaker year but I think if you really like go back and look at these movies, like there's not too too much disappointment here. I mean, yes, there are some, but what what year doesn't have disappointing blockbusters? I just think there's been more successes. I mean, go back to the first one, really, the first big blockbuster of the year was Logan. That's a success. Whether I mean, for most people, that's a good a good movie. And for you, it's one of the top ten of the year. Then you go to I mean, we, this is an area of contention, but things like Power Rangers, which is, you know, fine to good, in my opinion. or Now, the first big disappointment, there's definitely some in there. There's Kong Skull Island was disappointing. But even that, it's not horrible. It's just like, eh, whatever. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, kind of same thing. Like, it was good to okay, but it wasn't, like, as good as we want it to be. And then move on to things like... Uh, Wonder Woman. I mean, Wonder Woman was a summer blockbuster that was definitely a success. Don or what was it? War for the Planet of the Apes. Excuse me, couldn't think of the first word. War for the Planet of the Apes. Definitely a successful blockbuster. Uh, Spider Man, successful blockbuster. There's definitely a lot of good ones in there. It's just, I think I think there's definitely you're right. There's been some disappointments when it comes to blockbusters. You have things like The Mummy was disappointing, uh, Pirates was disappointing, but I think it's pretty balanced. I, and I would say there's more successes than misses for the most part.
1: Um, let me pull up my list
0: really quickly of my ratings. And I, and I get that. Yes. The transformers came out this year and that's going to drag any year down, (laughs) but (laughs) we knew it was going to We knew it was going to not be good. And I guess to me, the bad ones were easier to pick out going in. Like, did anybody really think mummy was going to be awesome? Like it it was fine. And that's, it looked fine and it was a little less than fine, you know, but we didn't think it was going to be this great, amazing thing. Uh, transformers you know transformers is going to be bad there's not too much too too much disappointment to that
1: i mean the animation movies have been very disappointing. there's definitely I mean, the disappointment. Emoji, yes yeah i mean the, like if i'm gonna be if we're bringing it off into sections or, or genres yeah. this this year in animation has been and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be nice about it it's been really bad it's yeah bad to this dis to definitely eh, i agree like that is it's been very disappointing. Cars three. I think I think Cars three is the highest I have. They give a
0: six point yeah, eight. Which is sad. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not good.
0: Coco um, might come in and save us, but uh that I mean one good movie, even if it's great, one great movie doesn't make the whole year good. So
1: Yeah, um it's just it's been I think the worst I've given the animation movie is emoji. I give that a one point five. Mm -hmm. It was a really bad movie. I just... I don't know. I'm just... For me, there's just... Especially... uh, I'll say comedies are better this year than last year. Mm -hmm. I'll say it. Um, Especially after Bad Moms, which almost made me not want to go to another one for the rest of the year. But um, I mean, look, I mean, for me, there's just... And I think for me, what's the disappointing thing is that we have not, or at least... the the indie movies that have been coming out this year i don't think there's much as there were last year and they're not as good as they were last
0: year hmm that's uh, i think i would disagree i think that there's there's plenty of good ones out there i mean there's things like to the bone would count in my opinion as more of an indie movie yeah to Um, the bone was good. the hero a ghost story wind river was a smaller movie it's not i don't know well it depends what we consider indie movie uh i would say personal shopper which you haven't seen yet uh and you there were you rated a couple like eights that i haven't seen just because you have more access than i do um so there's definitely like a lot there i just like
1: there's definitely indie movies out that i'm going to say are good you know but they're not standing out like last year's. you know we got last year we got Sing Street we had yes. Captain Fantastic yes you know movies like those stood out and for me what I loved about those indie movies in particular and we, all, we also had Swiss Army Man I I love. those True. movies those movies were amazing last year and there were standouts last year you know mm-hmm. especially in their creativity and um, how unique that they were in telling a story because uh, they were just so for me they were just so far out there you know, you would never expect anything you would never expect to love anything like that or especially or especially connect to something like that. Um so for me I haven't really felt that with these movies this year. Yeah, they've been good. I'm not gonna say that they've been bad. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying they haven't for me personally, I haven't connected with them. And there hasn't been any standouts to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna walk into twenty seventeen and saying, you know, the Glass Castle, that was that was like an amazing movie. Of 2017, mm-hmm. one of the best indie movies of 2017. I'm not gonna say that, like I'm. I'm just not. And that's and that's a huge and that's a big indie movie because it has Brie Larson, it has um, Naomi Watts, and it has his name is coming at uh, it's yeah God. But anyways, You're good. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, you know who he is. Woody Harrelson. Rose. He's the he's the villain in War of the Planet of the Yes. Yeah. Woody Harrelson. Okay, yes, yeah, my bad. Woody Harrelson. Um, it's just not this is not as good as last year's
0: Mm -hmm. i agree on that front and this is something i've actually been thinking about for a while i'm still waiting for and i think it's a very very specific slot that we're waiting to be filled and it is the slot of the fun light-hearted indie movie Last year, you're right. You all those you lifted off definitely fit that category. To me, the biggest one is definitely Sing Street. Fits that category. It's a fun, it's pretty lighthearted, although it's got some serious moments. Um, it's pretty lighthearted, and it is a great freaking movie. Um then Captain Fantastic as well was a very good movie. You liked it a little more, more than I did, and then Swiss Army Man, we both adored. So it definitely all three of those movies. Also, let's not easily... let's not let's not even let's not even forget, I mean, I mean, I mean, you you didn't like it as much as I did, but
1: Manchester by the Sea was my number one movie of last year. Yeah, that's, that's that was a, that was a, I think I believe that was an ending That was a smaller film.
0: Yeah, but that so... had that even come out yet at this point last year? It was around this time. So let's. I, all I'm saying for that aspect is for the Oscar season stuff. Let's give it a little bit more time. We still have movies like The Darkest Hour coming out for for Oscar stuff I'm willing to say let's pause and wait a little bit but I'm just saying for the lighthearted indie movies like the lighthearted summer indie movies we still haven't gotten that this year like uh, even if you go 2 years ago a movie like Me and Girl and Dying Girl is definitely one like that but with this one with this year it's just all the <laughs> all the indie movies all the good ones have been like really sad and de- down and depressing movies like to the bone and um a ghost story where it's literally about a dead well, like, dude well, like,
1: I, I mean like i don't mind it you yeah. know what i mean like i don't mind being sad watching it because you know for me i like the concept like for me a ghost yeah. story for me i oh, love i love a ghost story of, yeah i love the concept of ghost story i was like this is so freaking good it sucks because i don't connect with it because i'm not dead <laughs> <laughs> but i I feel your pain. Yeah, (laughs) but um, I mean, yeah, I mean, for me, it's just, it's like, it's disappointing in that aspect. I mean, we've got some good indie movies here. Don't get me wrong. I mean, and believe I give a ghost story, a nine point one. I love the hero, even though I did not agree with the freaking romance of that movie. (laughs) Um. But I mean I love to hear I, I love the yeah. uh, Sam Elliott gave a give an amazing performance. Um but it just it doesn't it doesn't hit home for me like mm-hmm. it did with the other ones.
0: Yeah. Uh one fascinating thing that I do wanna kind of inject into this conversation is something that it tells me one of two things. Either this year has been better than we realize when it comes to movies and we're and we're just like we're missing something here. Or maybe we have been a little too loose with our higher scores because last year in total like this is including oscar movies including like all the big stuff that comes at the end of the year we gave out each of us gave out 11 nines so i gave out 11 nines nine point somethings and you gave out 11 nine point somethings this year you've given out 12 and i've already given out nine so that either tells us this this year has been a lot better than we're giving it credit or maybe we need to readjust how we're scoring some movies which for me at least i tend to think the other i there's a couple in my top 10 that i'm like maybe i should rewatch that and see if i really think it deserves that nine point something there's a couple in there for me at least that i'm like uh i don't know maybe i was a little too like Loose of that score there. (laughs) That's just something that I thought was interesting because you're right. Off the top of our head, it's just our first response is, you know, it's not been a great year. But then you you look at how we're scoring these movies. We've been pretty, we've loved a lot of these movies, at least based on some of our scores and some of the discussions that I can remember. So I think maybe it's maybe we are seeing more bad. Maybe there's been more bad movies, and that's kind of weighing it down. (laughs) Do you think yeah, that's it? Yeah, I mean, a-
1: I gave, I mean, I mean, Christ, I mean, I gave a bad mom's Christmas zero point nine. Yeah, I gave Murder on the Orient, or Orient Express four point seven. Zero Storm two. Jeez. Um, yeah. there's been a lot of sixes and fives this year. Um, for me, mm-hmm. I gave a Dark Tower four point nine. Like I said earlier, Emoji movie a one point five. Delirian, which I totally forgot about, three point eight. You gave
0: three movies a zero point something.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I mean, and that was not even last year, you know? Yeah. Um, Transformers last night, I needed just a score because it was better than a bad moms. (laughs) I'm giving it a one. It was a 0.1. I'm giving it a one. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I'm not happy that I just did that by the way, but, um, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot more bad movies, and I think that one of the things that really drags it down for me is Fast and Furious. I can't, I can't. Okay, um, the title was horrible, mm-hmm. and the movie was bad. I think I should give it a four now that I'm thinking about it. Oh my that's gosh.
0: <laughs> um, so you, but you see, what, <laughs> yeah, I think that's definitely something we should do. And for me, for myself, my rule, and this is not like I'm not saying you should do this. You do whatever you want with your scores. Just let me know so I like can update our database. But For myself, my rule is I'm not going to change the score unless I rewatch the movie. So what I'm hoping that I can do during my week home, because I'll have plenty of time, is watch some of these movies definitely in the top 10 that I'm like, ah, maybe I I need to readjust these, Um, and we'll see if things get moved around, but... I don't know it's just it's interesting because I, I really think it's funny that our first reaction is that it's been bad but then if you look at some of the, uh, the just the number of really good movies that have come out this year it's, there's a lot but then there's also a lot of bad so maybe just the, the bad is outweighing the good I guess I, I don't know it's it's just an interesting discussion <laughs> uh, so you still think it's been kind of a weaker year for movies.
1: Yeah, I mean this is my opinion though yeah. I mean I don't know if it's just because I didn't really connect with anything this year Yeah. You know, in particular, but I mean yeah, I mean for me I'm just disappointed, I mean maybe maybe this is Oscar season why I'm saying that, I just haven't seen anything that stands out I mean one of the only movies that I saw that really stood out to me was Only the Brave mm-hmm. That was an amazing movie, I really I never thought I could care for characters so much like that I mean that was a really great movie Blade Runner 2049 was a great there's a great movie don't get me wrong but for me if i talking about sci-fi or anything like that I don't know this may be sci-fi fantasy Carlos I don't
0: know no it's just sci-fi
1: <laughs> um <laughs> we'll, we'll have that discussion another day but um for me I like the arrival a lot more I, I like the arrival more than Blade Runner oh yeah. and,
0: and we definitely haven't had an arrival type movie I mean I would say exactly. something like Dunkirk is a- around the same level um, but yeah, we haven't had, uh, yeah, I, maybe, okay. I think I, I might be able to, I might be kind of putting together what it is. And it's something you keep saying is that you haven't connected to anything yet. And that's because, and I think maybe that's not matching up to our scores because when we rate movies, we're trying to do it kind of like the quality of the movie. Right. But mm-hmm. then, when we talk about our, like, favorites of the year, right? That's more of, this is, like, what did we connect with the most, right? What did we just enjoy? And our favorites, maybe it's harder, you know?
1: It's also a wow factor.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: Because for me, especially in Arrival, those are my favorites of the year. Yeah, same. But it's also one of the best of the year for me because of the create because I was able to appreciate what the director did with and I'll keep saying this I even have the freaking post of this movie of just how unique this take on on alien invasion was you know that is something I mean it's such a minor detail but it's such but in this movie it's it's a it's it's a minor but yet huge detail you know Mm -hmm. and you look at that compared to any other alien invasion movie, you won't get the same thing. And uh, especially, you know, and this is the movie, I mean, this is, this, it's, I mean, these movies are directed by the same director, ironically, you know? Mm-hmm. But, again, it didn't, it didn't give me that that wow factor. Well, it gave me the wow factor in 2049, and Carlos and, my, and the rest of our team will tease me about this. <laughs> um, but the cinematography in Blade Runner <laughs> 2049 <laughs> is... Beautiful, I yeah, love it. Definitely. It is probably the best of the year. I think the only thing that's really competing with that is Dunkirk. And again, I loved. I think I love Dunkirk. And I again, I think you and I were also raving about the cinematography for that movie. Yeah. Um, when when we both saw it. Yeah. Um, but you know, this is the only thing I look for in in movies. You know, I I want to see performances. I want to see another Michael Fassbender. Performance, like another Mag- Michael Fassbender performance, that's, that's doing, you know, Jobs, yeah. you know, Steve Jobs performance, or you disagree with me, Carlos, Leonardo DiCaprio for the revenue. I don't disagree. Or... He gave
0: a great performance. It just wasn't as good as Michael Fassbender. But or <laughs> that's a side note.
1: <laughs> or or Casey Affleck, you know, or yeah. Denzel Washington for that matter for yeah. last year. I mean, I remember we just. I mean, especially for Denzel Washington's movie that he came with, came out with last year. I remember we were watching that movie and you and I were both excited. That scene that he had with his, that interaction with the scene that he had with his son, that was
0: such a powerful, mm-hmm. powerful scene. But again, that came out in um, December, so. Exactly. Yeah, I
1: mean, we still have hope. I mean, we still have hope. I'm hoping for the best. Yeah. I... We, we, we're we're going to be heading toward December in the next few weeks. So I hope that December has a good month. It's a good month, I hope.
0: Yeah. I I guess my conclusion kind of lies in the, in this, if I look at my top 10 for the year and I just off the top of my head without like too much thought, go in and say, all right, pick out of these, what are some of your absolute favorites of the year? Baby driver, personal shopper, uh, maybe I mean I would say Mother, but people would call me crazy, but I don't care. And then maybe War for the Planet of the Apes. So that's like three or four out of my top ten that I would say. Man, I loved that movie. It was one of my favorites of the year. You know?
1: So if I had to choose, which is crazy, because it'd actually be a lot of it'd be a lot of superhero movies. Actually, it'd be Wonder Woman, Spider-Man: Homecoming, Logan, and definitely Thor. Thor is definitely going to be my top 10 favorites. But definitely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I love those movies. I'm, just, I'm probably yeah. going to watch Thor Ragnarok again today. And this is the third time I'm going to go and watching it. Because <laughs> I really want to see, I really want to see Korg again. <laughs> I really do. Um, but yeah, man, it, you know, I, I will say this. So, you know, there are a lot of high points here. There's a lot of movies where, that we were both shocked at.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll say the only really disappointing superhero movie his guardians, Agreed. and it wasn't a bad. It wasn't bad. Same. It wasn't a yeah, bad movie. Definitely. It really wasn't a bad movie. It was a good movie. It was a solid Marvel sequel, but it wasn't when it comes out. When it comes next to Homecoming and Thor, Logan and Wonder Woman, it fell short. Yeah, because all those movies were really great. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, we've had some great movies come out this year. Some of really the great movies, some of really the fantastic movies, come out this year um we've had some awesome some awesome scenes we've also had some interesting we've also loved forms of dialogue i just i will just say that the, the, the disappointments maybe are bigger hits
2: mm-hmm.
1: bigger hits for instance i love pirates of the caribbean i loved each trailer that came out i was so psyched for this movie and then i give it a seven because i thought overall it was a good i i just love pirates it was great to see um the cast back and everything um, and I loved Javier Bardem, but ultimately it kind of, it kind of hurt me. It kind of hurt my soul when Johnny Depp wasn't, wasn't giving his best performance as Captain Jack Sparrow. And this wasn't, you know what I mean? It just wasn't that great. Yeah. Um, so I'll say that the disappointments, yeah, they may have, they may have not been as, they may have not been as many, they may have not been as much maybe, but they've been bigger hits.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Power Rangers. Yeah. I wanted Power Rangers to be good, but Carlos had Carlos and I had a very different score in that movie. Yes. Not even close, I think. Um, Power Rangers for me, I did not like Power Rangers. Did not like Power Rangers, and I wanted it to be great. I wanted it to be great. So I think we've had a lot of, I think we've had bigger, bigger disappointments.
0: Maybe I. I don't know. I. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I I don't I think we just have different views of this. I do I do want to point out one movie that I guess I that I think yeah, clearly was the best animated movie of the year thus far, and that's Lego Batman movie. That came out this year. We forgot about that one. <laughs> it's definitely a good animated one. Um so yeah, that's definitely one to bring up. And even even that it was it was good, it wasn't great, so that's definitely something. Keep in mind. Uh but yeah. Last last point I wanna make is again harping on the fact that we still have plenty of time left in this year, especially when you consider that Oscar movies will continue to go wide basically up until late January. Because we do have movies like and performances. You want to talk about performances. We still have Daniel Day-Lewis giving a performance this year. So he, there's one Oscar spot basically already locked up unless he completely like is sleepwalking, which I uh, don't think that's possible from Daniel Day-Lewis. And Gary Oldman... Awesome. I it, I don't think it's possible. That man is one of the hardest working people in Hollywood, period. Um, but anyway, and Gary Oldman is getting... And has been getting so much hype for his performance in Darkest Hour. So, keep that in mind as well.
1: I am honestly very excited for that movie. Yes.
0: Very excited for that movie. So, there's definitely Oscar performances coming up. Especially on the actor side of things. I'm not quite sure. I I mean, there's going to be actress performances as well. It's just I'm not as aware of those right now off the top of my head. So definitely we've got plenty of time left in this year so all right ozzy do you want to do recommendations or i mean we already kind of did recommendations at the top but what do you want to do you want to do recommendations
1: um sure i'll recommend something we can (laughs) i'll recommend last year's captain fantastic i kind of mentioned it earlier this this um this episode but if you guys want to hear review here are preview of last year because i think we did last year mm-hmm. but i'll just give a short thing uh i mean this movie i personally love just because i'm like i'm not even a parent but for me i like to see the the kind of how far parents will go for their kids you know and mm-hmm. this man loved this kids a lot but he went about raising them in a different way and yeah it was they were the, his kids were very intelligent very smart but the negative side to it was that they did not know how to interact with any others they did not know how to they didn't know how to you know do certain things in the modern world that they need to do you know what I mean so I found it very interesting you know especially when when there's also debates with with him and, and other parents on how how raising his kids are you know better. And you just see the you just see the the, the different, and you get from that movie you know no no way of parenting is, is perfect. And I really love the message. I really love the the um, the story. I love the the soundtrack in this movie. And I think the performances are really amazing. The the main actor I don't know his name off the top of my head. Yep, Viggo Mortensen. He was actually up for an Oscar last year for his performance, and he gave an Oscar worthy performance. I loved his performance. I would have given it to him if it wasn't for Casey Affleck. <laughs>
2: so, <laughs>
1: um, I, you know, definitely, definitely he gave a great performance. So definitely okay. check
0: it out. It's definitely a movie that gets you thinking. Uh, my recommendation is going to be, and this is on Netflix, so it's very easy, easily accessed, and it is Begin Again. It is a comedy, musical type thing Made by and this will give you exactly what it is. Basically. It's made by the guy who made Sing Street and it is was made in 2013. So it's a movie he made before he made Sing Street. And this movie, it's not perfect. And I don't think it's as good as Sing Street. But it is so good, and it has got music that'll get stuck in your head. It is very similar in kind of style, and it goes pretty deep when it comes to its themes as well. So there's definitely a lot of meat to chew there when it comes to what this movie is saying. And that, if you know Sing Street and you know my thoughts on Sing Street, that's not surprising at all. And it's it's really good. And if you don't know who's in this movie, this is where it might draw more people in, even if you haven't seen Sing Street. Mark Ruffalo. And Kira Knightley are in this movie. And Kira Knightley sings multiple times in this movie, and she's actually surprisingly quite good. So I highly recommend this movie. It's on Netflix. It is made by, like I said, made by John Carney who made Sing Street. So you I highly recommend it. It's so good. So definitely check that out. Alright, you want to send All us right. out, Rosie?
1: Yes, Carlos, where can people find you on social media?
0: you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry456, and of course, make sure you follow us all over social media, all at Screenfellows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the YouTube channel, and the website as well, and one last note, we normally have our Rebels recaps on these Tuesday episodes, or Wednesday episodes, excuse me, and... That is not happening for this episode. We will be talking about it, though, hopefully on the Saturday episode. So keep your eyes out for that. And, of course, we'll have the Justice League review and TV discussion as well. So look forward to that episode. And a friendly reminder, Punisher comes out on Friday as well. So be ready for that. Forgot about that damn show. Um,
1: (laughs) I was not expecting to have to binge another show for the rest of the year. I'm going to be busy. I already <laughs> am. Um, uh, and again, guys, you can find me at Twitter at Castro Ozzy. If you guys want to recommend any movies or TV shows, please feel free to. Ah, please feel free to, <laughs> to. Sorry about that. To email me at ozzy.castro at com. guys sorry that we have not been able to post a Walking Dead recap as of late it is my fault though because it's just been very hectic with the schedule over here and Enrique lives in another city than I do so we're trying to figure out the schedule but if everything goes smoothly next week we should have a Walking Dead recap with Carlos since he'll be in town so yeah All right, guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please write and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check out the website, check out the YouTube channel. And yeah, guys, this is screen Feller.